0: Now, we all know by heart by now, so you don't have to turn there, that Micah 2 and 13 says that they will break out and that they will break out of the gates. And we've been describing the gates as limiters. Amen. We're going to talk about one of the key limiters today momentarily. But I want to pick up on the message from last week coming out of Mark, chapter two and verse number 12 over in Mark, chapter two and verse number 12. This had to do with a paralytic coming through the roof. Amen. Four friends carrying him to see Jesus and could not get in through the door because the service was so packed. How many of y'all know they were hungry for the Lord? Amen. And over in Mark chapter 12, uh, two rather, verse number 12, we see a Christian principle. We see a Christian precedent, I would even say, that every believer should be believing for, Mm -hmm. that we should be pointing towards. The Bible says in Mark chapter two, verse number 12, that immediately he arose, that is after he was healed, took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all so that all were amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw anything like this. Amen. How many people in here besides me are believing for the day when you say, man, I've never seen anything like this. Amen. Hallelujah. I am. I am. I've had that day before. I've had a first in my life in different buckets. Amen. And uh, as long as I live, I want to continue to live out that saying, man, this is so awesome. I'm so amazed that I've never seen anything like this before. Are you all still here? And then we took you over to uh, in the NLT, uh, Hebrews 11, just to remark the foundation and set you up for where we're going today. And the Bible says that it was by faith that Mo- Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. How did he do it, class? Come on. How did he do it, class? By faith. By faith. If you're going to see stuff that you've never seen before, what do you got to get in? Faith. faith. We teach and preach faith. Second Corinthians five and seven. We walk by faith and what? Not by sight. I don't walk by what I see. I don't walk by what I can do. I don't walk by my ability. Peter says if one ministers, let him minister according to his ability. I don't even want to preach my opinion this morning. I want the voice of God to filter through me. Are you all listening to me? I want everything I believe for to come to pass in my life. And it's not going to come to pass because I'm so smart. It's not going to come to pass because I have so much strength, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, say the Lord, not by human strength. Amen. Amen. Everything we get, we get it by faith faith. was by faith that Noah built this large boat and he obeyed God who warned him about things that had what class never happened So should we be clear that we have enough Bible to demonstrate that there are some things God wants to do in your life that have never happened before? Now, don't miss it. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. So when we say that God wants to do something that has never happened before, I am simply delineating that there are things that God wants to do for you that you've not. If you're watching this and you're crippled today. Amen. You just heard a story of a person who was no longer crippled because he met Jesus. Isn't that true? So, amen. If somebody paralyzed gets their hand on this message, there is a precedent that crippled people can walk again. It's just something that you've not seen before. Amen. You might be single, never married. It doesn't mean that marriage doesn't exist. It simply means that marriage has not existed for you before. And boy, it's going to get good today. Pastor, I have been married and now I'm divorced. And that was one of the most difficult things that ever happened in my life. Well, come on, wait a minute. Then you need to start believing for a happy marriage. You were married before, but now you need to believe for the type of marriage that God wanted you to have. And for you, that might be something that has. Yeah. is anybody getting with me? Yeah. You got a good money in your bank account, maybe today. Hey, Amen. You have a few zeros, but have you seen the next zero? Wow. Yeah. Come on, you got a hundred thousand, but have you ever had a million? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, what about that day when you turn millionaire, right. billionaire? You know what you ought to say on that day, man? I'm amazed. Because this has Never never happened before. You battled asthma all your life. I believe I received that I can breathe in and out the way that I'm supposed to breathe in and out, hallelujah, and the first 5K you run when you cross the finish line, shout hallelujah, give God great glory, and say, man, I never ran that long before. Are you believing to run to 5K? I never ran that long before in my life. God wants to take us from faith to faith and from glory to glory, two separate scriptures, but he has a trend of doing new things. He loves new things. Behold, I will do a what? New thing in you. It will spring forth. People misinterpret Isaiah 55 all the time. I love when the fundamentalist Christians show up and they want to limit us and say, Well, you're not going to achieve all these great things you talk about because the Bible says in Isaiah 55 that eyes have not seen. or, 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 Or rather, his thoughts rather are not our thoughts. His ways, come on, do they not use that? Are not our ways, isn't that right? But but that scripture is not for believers. Oh, oh. Oh Jesus. Come on, let's go to Isaiah 55. <laughs> Woo, boy, we're gonna break through a shell today. Amen. That is that is not our word. That is not where you should be releasing your faith. You know, God is so much higher than me, amen. He's got so much more, amen, than what I have today. Booth, y'all got it back there. Amen. And Isaiah 55 and verse number 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Come on, say with me. And my what? Ways are. No, they're not your ways. For as high as the heavens are uh, uh, of the earth, so are my ways. What class? Higher than your ways. Do y'all see that? Does that not make you want to rest and become complicit in life? Because after all, God thinks higher. God is bigger. And in in many cases, I should not expect to get that high because his thoughts are not my thoughts. Well, but then you put it in context and you read verse number six, where it says, seek the Lord, though, while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Now, God, who are you talking to when you say your thoughts are not our thoughts or their thoughts? Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man. Did you learn something already? I'm talking to the person that ain't in the fold because my thoughts ain't like those low level thinking thoughts. My ways are not like the ways of the dung heap, like the wicked, like the sinner. But I'm telling you, according to Exodus 7, God says, I have made you as gods. You are of the God type. According to Ephesians 5 and 1, you are to imitate him as their sons. And everything in the earth, amplified Hebrews 8 and 5, amplified Hebrews 8 and 5, everything in the earth that we experience ought to be a type and shadow of what heaven looks like. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Oh, y'all going to help me today? On earth, where? Come on, class. As it is in heaven. heaven. Do you think there are some things in heaven, amen, that have occurred that you are yet to see in the earth? Are y'all getting with me? No, our lives ought to be a type and shadow of the heavenlies. Amen. Solomon's throne was arrayed with pure gold. The throne, the, the, the roads in heaven are arrayed with what? go. Is this true? Amen. And the Bible gives it to us. It says they serve as a pattern and a foreshadowing of what has its true existence in reality in the heavenly things. As a what pattern and a what? Foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. What pattern and foreshadowing should we be living out? Heaven's pattern and foreshadowing. I'll leave planet Earth. Amen. Having lived out a component of heaven on earth and then go to heaven and meet Jesus for the rest of my existence. Right. I didn't say you wouldn't have any tribulation. Jesus said in this world, you'd have tribulation. But come on, where's the heavenly living? But be a good cheer, because I have overcome this world and I want you to build your life I want you to build the tabernacle see that you make it exactly according to the pattern which was shown to you on the mountain amen I have given you a pattern a type of what the heavenlies look like and I want you to build it in congruence with how I build my stuff how does God pattern your life after his I hope I'm not too deep today and I came that you might have life come on and life what more abundantly to the full to it overflows I came that you might have the God kind of life the Zoe life life eternally life extended and yes how does God live life in perfect health life in abundance is this true Are you all still here? So then that must mean that there are some things that God wants to manifest in the earth realm that are going to amaze us because they break through a glass ceiling, a container by which the earth is tried to cause us to live in. It's called a limiter. Are you all still here? (laughs) Am I doing okay this morning? So my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. It's not for you to go around believing by faith that you can't think and act like God. You are supposed to elevate your thinking. Bible says expand the pegs of your tent. Get bigger. Somebody say amen. Amen. So you can receive more. And if I haven't seen it yet, that doesn't mean I'm not going to see it. Somebody say amen. I believe that I see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. If that's you today, shout hallelujah in the house of God. (laughs) Preparing for things is the lesson that you have what? Never Seen before. That's what we're talking about today. They will break out preparing for something you've never seen before. Part two. Now, go here, please. First Corinthians chapter two. And we're going to let the word of God teach itself because I want to continue to set precedent that there are some things that God wants you to experience that you've never seen before. And this ought to bless your life real good. But as it is written, you ought to tell the devil that every day. You ought to tell yourself that every day when Jesus fought the enemy in Mark chapter four, Matthew chapter four. How did he end every statement or start it? It is it is written. But as it is written, eyes has not seen. Can you believe for something that your eye has not seen? Eyes have not seen near ears heard, nor has it entered into your heart the things which God has prepared for those who Love him. Don't read too fast. I have a question. How many people in here can genuinely say you love God? I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, you love God. That automatically justifies you for the scripture. You automatically fit into this contract. This provision is for you. You're born again and you love God. God is saying to you this morning that it is written, y'all pay attention to this, that your eye has not seen. Your ear has not heard. You can't even fathom in your heart, in your thinker or your knower, all the things. Come on, class, that God has prepared for those that love him. That means as accomplished as some of us are in this room, there is another level. Good God Almighty. It doesn't matter how much you have right now, how well you're doing. In God, there is another place. Are you all getting this? There is another another component of life that he wants to add to you. And we're going to see that. He said it hadn't been re- uh, revealed. Amen. Or, or has not entered into your heart the things we God prepared for you. But God has revealed them to us. Through his spirit, which is why I need to get in the spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? We're going somewhere. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the what? Spirit of God. Now, here is the key. Here is where you get to shout real loud. Now, we have received... Don't worry about the next stanza yet. Stay right there. I said we have received. Come on. That means something is in there. We have received. First things first, what have we not received? Not the spirit of the world. I'm not going down with the world. I could care less about another election. My kingdoms are not of this world. Colossians 1 and 13, I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of this dear son, and I'm going to get nervous because of who might get in office. Man, I flourish when Democrats are in office, Republicans are in office, because his kingdom comes and his will is done in my life because I am of the kingdom which cannot be shaken. I wish I had some help in here. I said, I'm of the kingdom which cannot be shaken. Man, the government can give kids a scholarship or not. My kids will go to school debt free every year because I got heavenly resources. I don't flourish off of who's in what. Don't need the governor, the mayor, city council to decide I can do something. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I make a bold statement. They better be careful of me. I'm a man of God. You didn't hear what I just said. I said, you better be careful of me. Don't let me decree something. Bible said, if I decree it, it's going to be established. Did you hear what I just said? And if you stand in my way, you'll become Korah, and the ground will swallow you up. So the best thing for you to do is get on my team, because if God says it, the counsel of the Lord will surely stand. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Are you getting anything out of this? Yes. Bible says we have received. Yes. We have received. You know why that paralyzed man got up in Mark 2 and 12? Because he had. Received. But he didn't receive the doctor's report. Yeah, that's right. He didn't receive the things of this world. He didn't receive that only, amen, 8% of people with this condition get healed. Well, I'm in the 8%. Y'all didn't say nothing. I said, well, I'm in the 8%. Come on. Why should you be in the other percentages of people that don't get healed? Hallelujah. When Come on. Even the crumbs from the master's table can fall to the door. I wish I had some help. The healing bread belongs to you. And if healing belongs to you, you ought to stand up and decree, I am who he says I am. And by the stripes of Jesus, I am already healed. My daughter's healed. Come on, take your seat. My son's healed. Hallelujah. Because I have what? No, I've received. Hallelujah. I'm not going anywhere asking if I can do something. Did you hear what I just said? Do you understand what it means to be God's man or woman? Hallelujah. They asked Billy Graham, would he ever decide to run for president? And uh, I paraphrased what his answer was, but he said, that would be a great demotion. Yeah. Right. You all miss what I just said. Why would I be running for president when I'm God's worldwide evangelist? Right. Did you hear what I just said? I don't need it. Right. If you're a woman or a man of God, you ought to say, "No, I'm a man of God. Amen. I'm a royal priesthood devil. You can't kill me. Come on. Yeah. Are we like Jesus? No man take my life, but I lay it down. How are you going to let the enemy kill you and you still got an assignment to fulfill? You still got something to get done. It ain't time to die. The movie writer was right. Die another day. He came that you might have life. Boy, it's quiet in this room. Are you all listening to me? We have received not the spirit of the world. Stay with me now. But the spirit who is what? From God, this is it. Highlight, underline, bold print, italicize, whatever electronic device you have, enunciate this, that we might know the things that have freely given to us by God. Did y'all just hear that? There have been some things that have been what? Freely, freely. Y'all, y'all know what freely means without effort without effort if I told everybody in the vestibule after church we have free coffee free hot cocoa for everybody on your way out do you grab a card do you grab your money grip are y'all listening to me the only thing you do is you pass that table and come on now the revelation is coming alive and you receive And see, that's why I'm trying to get my people to that place to where you stop working for what Jesus already bought. Amen. If Jesus already paid for it, it's time to receive. Oh, hallelujah! I feel faith rising in the room now. If you're prepared to be amazed, I don't mean to make you too excited, but throw two hands in there. You don't gotta stand up. Just shout out, I receive. I receive. The thing's freely given. Freely given. Now, you're going to look world awkward on that Sunday when you try to pay for the cocoa because we said it was. And it's freely given. Are y'all still here? And all I got to do is what? receive. But today's class is going to help you get to the place where you can receive because now that we've done the review, now that we brought you up from last Sunday, now we're going to get in the nitty-gritty as to why, come on class, it's so hard for so many believers to have a pattern and foreshadowing of heaven to be able to receive all that God wants them to have. Last Sunday's message to leave space for God. Why is this so difficult? Amen. And we started plugging into this. And My, 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 is this going to bless you today and I will not be long. Here is the body of the message. What is the limiter on my receiving? Somebody say trauma. Now, trauma produces a certain outlook in life if not abated. Abated means to get rid of it. If I don't deal with the traumas that have occurred in my life, my ability to receive from the spirit world, the way that I need to be receiving, and that is not the spirit of this world, but from the spirit world, from the kingdom of God, becomes hampered. Because in a truth, I am limited by something that Jesus was not limited by. Jesus said it, amen, a chapter later in 1 Corinthians 3.19. He says something so powerful, uh, and Jesus didn't say it, but Paul said it, for the wisdom of this world is what? foolishness with God do y'all see that God said I don't govern my system off of the things of this world well what is it that traumatized you the things of this world it was something worldly that threw you back Mm -hmm. that set you back am I in the classroom today There, there was something amen that you would have experienced saw somebody go through secondary trauma primary trauma you take your pick secondary trauma is simply you saw somebody else get hurt real bad and it it skewed you you saw somebody else go through something it skewed you come on let me teach you a different way man dogs would have been lovely until you had to run from one (laughs) I remember the first dog that chased me I forgot what breed they are but uh, anybody remember Lassie beautiful dogs good guys Amen. Generally speaking, wouldn't hurt a baby. Good God. My neighbors had a big old lassie dog full bred. Amen. And uh, one day I was outside playing. And if you know anything about certain dogs, running is a trigger. Speaking of trauma. (laughs) Amen. If you run, they think something is supposed to happen next. All right. Some Doberman Pinscher might run after you to bite you. All right. But this big old lassie dog, he wasn't that way. Amen. He ran after me. Amen. And everybody in the neighborhood said, Gabe, Gabe, stop running. Don't run. <laughs> I said, yeah, right. <laughs> That's a dog. And he's big and I'm going to run. Amen. I was younger at the time and he caught me. He walked me down and jumped on me and knocked me down, amen, and started to licking me because ultimately his masters came out the house and said, he just wants to play. Man, I will slap all of y'all. Get this brother off of me. I don't. Put a leash on your dog. And I'm saying I'm eight or nine at that time. I don't want to play. But that's all he wanted to do. But you weren't afraid of a dog until you got chased by a dog. Now, today, I'm not afraid of dogs, kind (laughs) of. Me and Pastor Randy was together. He was complimenting me. He said, man, I have never seen you lack faith. He said, I'm being so sincere, Gabe. He said, I don't know a time where I've ever seen. We've known each other over 20 years. I've never seen you lack any faith, man. I said, oh, yes, you have. I said, you remember that time I came to Houston and we went to look at your church and there were 2 doorman pictures across the street. (laughs) And we was walking until I said, what are they doing? I said, I had no faith at that moment. There was no faith in me. I'm saying, let's go back to the car or in the building because they don't have no invisible fences in the hood. Somebody say amen. Them dogs ain't been trained on no invisible fences and I'm not making fun of nobody. My church in the hood, too. I'm saying ain't no invisible fences in the hood. He cracked up. Amen. But I'm not afraid of dogs in the truth. But you understand my point. I want to make you laugh. You would not have had this trauma unless that happened in your life. This is so important that we get this. It is your experiences in life that limit you on believing that something bigger than where you are right now could occur. And I want to give you scripture to back this principle up. Are you learning something this morning? And y'all, every one of us has this if we're not careful in a particular area of our life. Let's review just a little bit of what we saw last week. Are you being blessed by the word? Lodabar, amen. A barren place. Is that 2 Samuel 9 and 4? Amen. A barren place. The king asked where Mephibosheth was. You'll find him in Lodabar at the house of Mekir, son of Emil. What was Lodabar? a barren place, a place that could not produce. And some of us were born into barren places. We were born into atmosphere that were not nonproductive. Man, it's, it's hard to do marriage because every day of your life you saw an argument in marriage. And those skills were adaptable. Are y'all listening to me? You can have inferiority to a ethnicity depending on how you grew up and where you grew up. Are y'all here? Amen. And that goes in all directions. Isn't that right? How many of y'all know we don't have prejudice issues over here? Somebody say amen. amen. And however, though, you can be skewed as to how you look at certain people based off of some experience you had with people who look like them. Isn't that right? Am I teaching the right lesson? Lodabar, a place of barrenness. And the Bible would continue on as I did my research to show you people who made firm statements about trauma. Can we call the rope over in uh, verse number eight of the same text? We read this last Sunday. Read it again. Mephibosheth bowed down and said, what is your servant that you will take interest in what? Did you know that was in the Bible <clears throat> that a human being would be so traumatized? that they refer to themselves as what class? As a dead dog. My God, y'all, that's trauma. Is that not trauma? Over in Job 3 and 11, you don't have to turn there. They'll put it on the screen for the sake of time. But in Job 3 and 11, listen to what Job says, man. And this this almost makes your heart, amen, go out to a person, amen, over in Job 3 and 11. It says, why did I not die at birth? I loathe the fact that I was even given life. Why did I not perish when I came from the womb? Now that's depression if we've ever seen it. That is an effect of a significant trauma. Had he been through any traumas by chapter 3, you better believe it. Man, you watch all your children die, lose your business, lose your health, all in one swing. Are y'all listening to me? And we should never say this. Isn't this right? But he was giving you a type of what he had been through and how he had really felt. And I want to say something for some people in here that's growing in the word of God. Amen. The Bible says these things are written for our example. So do you know there are some scriptures that you ought not take as your marching orders in life? Just because Job had this reflection doesn't mean you have a right to. Because it was written for your Example as to what not to do. God never grant the day where I have a Psalm 51 testimony. I don't want as a leader a Psalm 51 testimony because that's when David got in adultery. These things were written for my example of what. And that verse over in Corinthians where the Bible actually says that is referring to the children of Israel. And how many people in here are actually going to go into the promised land? So you don't want to mimic the people who did not go in. Isn't that right? But still get the lesson that Job is saying, man, I'm so traumatized by the stuff I'm going through. Amen. That I can't believe for anything better. I prefer to go to the grave. Are you all getting this? In fact, at another point in his life, he started saying stuff like that. May I go to the place where the wicked will cease from trouble and the weary would be at rest. Are you all getting this? Right. Trauma will make you limit your life. It'll make you limit the results that God wants you to have in life. Paul had it right when he said to live is Christ and to die is, is gain. But I, I, I love it when he said, you know, I, I'd rather go on to heaven, but it's needful for you that I stay. My life is necessary. And this is so rich, y'all. I want everybody in this room to say this with me. My life is necessary. My life is necessary. I say to you as a man of God, your life is necessary. Don't stop living because of something you've been through. Don't quit because of somebody that wronged you. Watch this. Don't give up because of something you did wrong. See, we love it when we talk about how everybody else hurt us. But what about the stuff in your life that you hurt? Can we be an honest people? Amen. But nothing is ever worth me being suicidal, me not wanting to be around. His wife helped push him to that, did she not? Amen. Why don't you just curse God and and die? And this would be enough to prove my point, but I really want to bring this home before I get to the points. Somebody say amen. Amen. Genesis 47 and 9. And I'm reading out of the BSB over in Genesis 47 and 9. And I love what Jacob said. And this is Joseph's dad. You all know Jacob as he is getting ready to see Pharaoh and he says something so profound and I want you to learn from it. He said, my travels have lasted 130 years. This is after Pharaoh asked him something like, how old are you? How long have you been around? I believe that's what the question was. And then Jacob begins to talk about something. And my eyes just peeled open as I was studying and reading this. He said, "Uh, my travels, this is Jacob talking, have lasted 130 years, Jacob replied. But listen to what he says, class. My years have been few and hard. My God, my years have been what? Few and hard. There are those of you in this room right now, those listening by earwaves, those who will listen to this tape later on in life. uh, You'll click on this YouTube and you would have this testimony. Amen. That your years. Amen. Maybe if they've not been few, they have at least been hard. Hard stuff. Hard. What, what, what's hard? What's hard? Come on. I, I, I didn't have time to study this out in totality, but you all do it on your free time. Obviously, Joseph and his brothers had a mother. But did you see a lot about her in Scripture? Maybe that's what made Jacob's life hard. I mean, does anybody ever read the Bible through a very, amen, objective standpoint? Amen. When I read about Joseph and his brothers and I don't see mama around for all that nurturing they needed. Maybe that's one of the reasons why they were so covetous and jealous and wanted to put him in a pit. Something was missing, wasn't it? What about David? Do we see a lot about his mother in Scripture? My God, I was reading David's trauma yesterday and oh God, from Tamar? to Absalom, Amnon, them kids he had. Who's old enough to remember baby kids? <laughs> we don't die, we multiply.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: they made a movie out of it, didn't they? Back in the 80s. Yeah, Dave had like baby's kids, y'all. Absalom was off the hook. Abner, all them... They were terrible. I mean terrible. And then his wife, Bathsheba, when David was getting ready to die and leave, amen, she got off the hook because she started conspiring with another son so that that son could get the kingdom instead of Solomon. Then when you finally get one good son, he want to go after women. Are y'all getting this? So him being a king did not abate him or immune him to the potential of trauma. Are you all getting this? To the things in his life that he had to deal with. This is so good this morning. Jacob said, my travel lasted 130 years. Amen. And my years have been what class? Few and hard. Now, I'm not trying to make you into a victim, but I do want to ask you a real good question. How many people in here ever had something hard, difficult in life? You really did. You had to wade through that, right? Somebody you really love left. That's hard. Heard one preacher say it so well. Death is mean. Doesn't give you a second shot to say one more thing. Isn't that something? Right. Or, you know, dad just wouldn't do right. Wouldn't do right. Wouldn't do right. Wanted him to do right. But. Wouldn't do right. Mama wouldn't do right. Wanted the lover to do right. Showed up to your graduation drunk. Embarrassed you. Can I just speak from the heart? Because, see, y'all, I promise you, I stepped in something when I stepped in this. It's those traumas that put a cap on what you can believe for. One of the reasons why, and I don't boast in this, but I want you to learn from it. One of the reasons why I am able to accept and what was that word earlier receive the love of God is I grew up with a father. That demonstrated the God kind of giving. So my trajectory on receiving, say with me, is not skewed by a deadbeat. But, amen, I can't assume that that's everybody's testimony in this room. And my job this morning is to get that off of you. That's my assignment. Get the blight off of you. To start... Getting you to see through a different lens and start seeing life through God's potential, through what God really wants you to have, through what God has in store for you. And this is so good because one of the reasons why it's hard for us to believe for greater is in many cases, amen, we started out behind. Are y'all getting this? Can I give you a quick example? Amen. Brother Carter, would you please stand, please? All right. Brother Melvin, would you please stand, please? All right. And uh, let's just, for example, Carter, stand at Brother Dave's leg here. And Melvin, will you stand there, First Lady? And men, will you both face this way? This way. And, And Melvin, you can stand right in front of First Lady. Let's let's just say that the end of First Lady's bench is the target goal of success in life. That's where everybody wants to be. Okay. Now, Melvin, though, started out with a two parent home. Melvin started out with the silver spoon. Melvin started out with the best of best schools. Melvin started out with the best opportunities. Never had to contend with a day when the lights were out while the switch was still up. Y'all getting this now? Are, are, you, are, are you tracking with me? We like to say never had that experience. Amen. man just really did have it made. Amen. He just got the full scholarship to Chapel Hill because after all, he was able to study at night without hearing the screeching yells of a mama being strangled. The drug dealer never visited his house to back up, drop off a package. See, this is my rehab group in here. The kids are up top. I'm going to say some real strong stuff. Are you following where I'm coming from? His mama didn't introduce him to a lot of uncles. He never had that experience in his life. He don't know what that's like. Now, he went to school with people kind of, sort of, who did. But in general speaking, he, he, he was it. Nah, he, he don't, now, he don't know nothing like that because he has lived at a certain place. This is the end goal. This is where people want to be in life. Success, money, prosperity, health, a a, a wonderful marriage, uh, you know, three children, all the things that everybody would like to see happen. Vacations with vans. Don't know what I'm talking about. Or having a mom and a dad that can afford to fly you all to Florida. I told you God told me slow this thing down and walk people through. Now this brother back here, albeit no dad, he still had a responsible mama. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like that mother in Baltimore when that boy went to the riot. Some people still remember that story. And she popped him in the head and made him go back home. That's the kind of mom he got. <clears throat> a strong mom. Taught him up in the ways of God. He, you know that mom that said, you might be tall, but I'll knock you down. Them, them kind of moms. And he made it. And then he had a good uncle who happened to be a pastor. You see the surrogacy, getting free and staying free. He had somebody to stand in the gap. This is why some of you really need to join a church like Kingdom Christian Church, where we'll give you some people to stand in the gap. Okay, so he has all of that. And as a result, he's not quite where this brother is. He still started off behind because this brother had a dad to teach him how to shave. This brother had a dad that taught him you should wear undershirts. He grew up with mama, he don't know nothing about no undershirt until his first interview. When he shows up with a white shirt that you can look through. Am I doing good? Because that skill set is not interpreted by osmosis. If nobody tells you you need to put on stockings with that kind of dress, you won't know. That's why I'm compassionate when people come in this church. Hallelujah. And they don't come on. Come on. The person that has no money can sit on the front row with a guy who has a saltwater pool yeah. right. over here. Are you all still here? Yet and still, all these men are still ahead of me because truth is, in my case, grandma raised me. Man, I grew up grew up in the most compromised situation. I saw drug dealers every morning at the bus stop and had to resist joining their team. That was every day because grandma had to go to work. And I have a young grandma. Are you all listening to me? And she didn't have time to wait with me at the bus stop. Whereas his parents dropped him off every day. He don't know nothing about even catching a bus. Man, I'm 12 and I've already been on the city bus 150 times. If I'm in New York, I know how to ride the subway system. Are you all seeing how this works? And when we're moving to the end goal, I want everybody to just walk at a normal pace. I want you to just notice what trauma does if you're in the natural. Go ahead, Melvin, please walk, Carter, walk. Amen. All these brothers... We're the same age, but by default, amen, Carter, you keep walking, go ahead. Melvin made it to his goal. Chapel Hill graduate, amen, he's a winner. This brother just came out of whatever school, praise God, and I'm just now getting here because I lived at a lower level. But now let's replay that tape and talk about when you get in the kingdom of God. (laughs) Because see, when you get in the kingdom of God these guys in the natural got something you don't got. But there's called, something called acceleration and they're walking but I'm still out running them because the power of God got on me and I learned that I've been translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his So, son. Amen. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, men of God. What am I saying? Your trauma does not keep you from what the power of God will do in your life. By this, have you run through troops and leap over walls? You didn't have a dad, but you will have a good husband. Come on, somebody. You didn't have both parents, but you will be a multi-millionaire. Hallelujah. You were molested, but you will marry in the Lord. Because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. And all things have become. Hallelujah! Came up on government cheese, but you get ready to tell them, slice up Kobe cheese and Swiss cheese and give me a pound of that and a pound of that and a pound of that. Hallelujah, because I'm not limited by who I used to be. I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen before. Shout hallelujah. Come on, take your seat. That's what the power of God does. I said that's what the power of God does. I've never been held down by another ethnicity because that's what the power of God does. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm catching up. Oh, what are you catching up with? What God wants me to have? Oh, hallelujah. I'm catching up. Oh, hallelujah. God is no respected persons. I'm catching up. Somebody say, glory, 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 glory. Amen. Hallelujah. No, we got to teach this. This is important. I'm talking about getting the glass ceiling off your life. I've never experienced healing like that before. You're about to. You're about to experience something you have never seen before. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered in the hearts of men. So how do you overcome trauma? By faith. This is the victory that overcomes this world, even our Well, what's in this world? The stuff that happened to you. Paul said the things that happened to me happened for the furtherance of the gospel. I'm saying in a minute you're going to take everything that happened for you and you're going to reconcile the fact that all things have now worked together for the good of those who genuinely love God. Man, I'm getting ready to use the stuff that I went through as a testimony to let somebody else know that regardless of where you come from. Look at what God can do! Hallelujah! So I say I received that. Receive that. So why is that important? Because you overcome trauma by faith. So how do you re- prepare then for something that you've never seen before? Because all of this stuff is about a, a setback. I mean, I got so mad yesterday. I, I, I have to. You all have to restore me in the spirit of humility, because. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you what threw me off. I uh, went in in the little room and. I told Christian after the youth thing, and uh, that's my uh, 10-year-old. Is Christian 10? That's my 10-year-old son. Uh, and I have to ask if he's 10 because he's a businessman like he's 38. That brother is a, he is a capitalist. Amen. He is good at some money-making exposés. Christian said one year, I want a bubble gum machine for Christmas, and I want to place it in a public place so I can make money. Yeah. And he did. And he made money. Yeah. Now, I think that breaks the law because he shouldn't be. I don't know. I don't know if he should be doing that. But either way, don't tell on me. okay? All right. But uh, I got mad yesterday. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Because I got home. I said, man, let's queue up a game of Monopoly. So we say we play some Monopoly. That's my Monopoly partner. And uh, man, it it was amazing because he rolled the dice and he got like pass go or something. And, you know, they tell you collect two hundred dollars. And this brother is killing it, already, first things first, right? I don't know what he did at first, but he advanced pretty good. My first dice. y'all seeing how this thing setback works? I'm going to teach the trauma. stay with me because I'm making a point. My first dice, I roll it, it sends me to community chess where I have to draw a card. Amen. The card on top is "Go straight to jail." I ain't even started the game. And I'm behind schedule. Are you all with me? So what did I start doing? Amen. Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. My next two times of rolling dice, I just started doing foolish things. I auctioned a property. I let him have it. I mean, it was just. I said whatever. I just threw the dice. Out. It didn't matter anymore. And he got further and further ahead. And that's how much of our life has worked. Amen. We have started out behind schedule and sometimes of no fault of our own. Do you know it's not because you are so good that you were born in America with the opportunity to go to college? Amen. That's chance in life. That's God by design. Time and chance. Ecclesiastes 9 says happening to them all. You are in the right place at the right time. God bless you to be in a place like this. Somebody say amen. And so, man, he's beating the pants off of me. He's buying all the best properties. He's doing all this kind of stuff until I got my mind back. And I realized I was playing a 10 year old. (laughs) Come on, we're going to go to the trauma points momentarily. But are you all getting anything out of this? And boy, I'm not going to say it was the spirit of God, but it probably was the spirit of Gabe that rose up in me. And I started getting fierce in that game. I said, man, I'm a businessman. I know how to play. I know I'm a real estate guy. I know how to buy the right properties. Amen. I landed on Park Place. I bought it. I landed on some other stuff. I bought it. Amen. And I started coming back with a vengeance. Boy, before you know it, Christian's money started going down, down, down. My money started going up. And Tony, show him what happened. Show them how the grace of Gabe would get on you. Amen. As his stuff went down and my stuff went up. Amen. Man, before time, y'all got it back there. Boy, I am player two, and he is user one. I beat the pants out of him. He had no money left. Do, do y'all have the little video? Amen. Show it live. Yeah. And I was the winner. We played on the video game at my house. I won. And I got right childish, you know, kind of walk out the room throwing the remote and stuff like that. I didn't do that, but you understand my point. That was a little embellishment. I did walk out saying, There you go. When you're behind schedule in life, you push harder. Yeah,
1: that's it.
0: Mm. Take it down. You push harder to come back. Amen. I'm not talking about going to literal jail, but if you went to jail in your life, amen, through hardship and bondage, Break out of that prison. Get your life back. Begin to talk about where you're going. Begin to decree what God has in store for you. If they repossess something, you're going to possess something better than what you had the first time. And get back and dust yourself off and come back and believe that you're going to see something that you've never seen before. Is that all right? I said something that you what? Never seen before. Amen. So this comes alive in our four points, and I'm getting ready to let you go. Won't be here much longer. Amen. How do you prepare for something then that you've never seen before? And amen. I'm not just a storytelling preacher. We give you the word of God over here. Amen. Number one, don't base future occurrences on past experiences. Don't do that. Don't base future occurrences on past experiences. Trauma is a limiter if you all have the points, you can put them up there as I say. Number two, Sister Rogers did such a great job this morning teaching out of our book. And I didn't know we would collide like this, but this is a good time for me to put my two cents in the room on what she was teaching about mentorship and association. Number two, study and honor people. This is so good. Who have what you don't have and have done what you haven't done. Notice I said study and honor. honor. Study and what? Honor. honor. What does that look like? You know, for all my mentors, I can't even remember how long I've been doing this. Every month, all my mentors get $1000 from me. And say I lost some of you on that. Cuz I not only studied them. One went to heaven not long ago. Are you listening to me? But do, do you know all of them got a thousand dollars from yours truly every single month. My best friend who'll be preaching here in a couple of weeks passed along, same story. Thousand dollars every month. You know why? Because I was studying and I was honored. Does that make any sense? The Bible says in Psalm thirty seven, thirty seven, says you are to mark the perfect man. And behold the upright, for the end of that man is what? Peace. And if you had something that short circuited your life in a particular area, find somebody who either didn't get short circuited by that or did and overcame it. Study them and what? And on. Get under that anointing and say, man, I want the, the same thing that's working on them. I want it to work on my life. Hallelujah. Now, you want the real truth or you just want me to tickle your fancy? You want to know how to really overcome trauma? Amen. Amen. Believe that you can find that person that you can study and you can honor and amen. Whatever they do. I did some this week. <clears throat> we don't give av- investment advice because I'm not going to tell you who and I'm not going to tell you what stock. I don't give people investment advice. Amen. But I personally have some stock. And uh, I found out a certain amen multi billionaire had bought a glob of a certain stock this past week. Um, what stock do you think I bought? Now, I didn't talk about how savvy he was either. I'm saying the children of darkness are off time. What stock do you think I'm in now? The one and gonna get some more tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. There is a reason why he bought that much stock. I don't got to know every reason. <laughs> but I know this brother done blue. Y'all don't like me. We was good when I told you you're going to see something you never seen before. But when I tell you, you got to listen to somebody, there he go. There he go, telling me I'm going to have to humble myself and listen to somebody that knows something I don't know. Man, I don't get no mans on that. I, I owe you all a seed. The only that's good I heard just now was Felicia and Reggie. I want to thank you all for that. Can't get no amens on the truth. You can get mans on blessings and breakthrough. You're going up. Woo! God's going to bless you. Yes. Listen to somebody. I don't know about that, Pastor Rogers. Listen to somebody. Now I'm stuck right there. Listen to somebody. Because the pitfalls, they already came through our pitfalls. I don't have to come through. (laughs) I I never (laughs) I had three older brothers coming up. Amen. And they all got more whippings than me. That is a true statement I just made. You know why? Because the things they did, I did not do. Are you all listening to me? I come around the corner and say, what Gary just (laughs) said? Whatever that brother did, count me. (laughs) Count me out. Are you all listening to me? I said, are you listening to me, church? Are there some things you ought not ever have to go through in your life? Do you want your life to accelerate? You all love that little example when I said, hey, they're up there. You're here and God to accelerate you. But I'm going to tell you what will deaccelerate accelerate you is not listening. You can be going by the grace of God and get to a point to where you just don't listen no more. And you're going to start backsliding, sliding back. You're not progressive as you used to be. And that has happened. Yes. To people in this church. How do you go from here you're supposed to be going from glory to glory. glory to glory. You're supposed to be going up, 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 the path of the just. I hope you all not bored because I'm not. Path of the justice has a shining light that grows brighter and brighter to the perfect day. Can I make a statement by which I only boast in the Lord? I don't boast in myself. But do you know my life today is a thousand times better than it was even 20 years ago, even 15 years? Years ago, I'm saying, me 10 years ago, my standard of living today has ran circles around where I started. It's quiet. I feel like you're getting with me, but it's quiet because you're thinking. Are you all still here? So, study, but not only study, study and what honor, honor, honor people, amen, who have done or who have what you don't have and have done. Come on, class. What you have not done. Number three, and we're moving fast. This is how you uh, amen, see stuff that you've never seen before. Do you all understand what the points are about? I want to see something that I've never seen before. This one is huge and it comes from our text. Number three, stay in the atmosphere or stay in atmospheres of the miraculous. Stay in atmospheres of the miraculous. Now, I'm just going to make a clean, cut statement. Amen. You could keep coming to KCC and kicking the tires and thinking about joining and then go back to some rusty, dusty, traditional church. Amen. And then come back in two more weeks and experience the power of God and then go back to another Frigidaire ice cold church. Amen. And you are not going to experience the miraculous. You're remaining loyal to a church where grandma or grandpapa laid the first brick. Maybe it was good in their season, but maybe somebody got off. And you need to get somewhere where there is an atmosphere of. Can I show it to you in the Bible? Can we look at Mark two and 12? Y'all, I'm not in any rush. I'm almost done. Mark two and 12 Bible says this so good, says that we never saw anything. What? Like this. But do you know what's even crucial? Is it around verse number nine, Tony? The Bible says, and seeing their faith. See if you can find that soundboard. It's a few verses up. And seeing their faith. This is so good. Amen. Verse number five. Verse number five. Verse number five. But when Jesus what? Saw saw whose faith? faith? Now, come on. English teachers, help me. What does their mean? More than one. When he said seeing their faith, whose faith did he see? The people around the man that needed healing. Now, there could also mean that the paralytic also had faith. But we at least know that it was more than just him that was believing. We know he was not the only one that was believing for him to get up. And you need to get around some people that want you out of the trauma as bad as you want to be out of the trauma. Seeing their faith. You can't stick around jealous and hateful people that's upset because of something great happening in your life. You better cut them off and get around somebody that wants to see you have it as bad as you want to have it. Because Jesus saw whose faith? Their faith. What is that? That is the atmosphere of the miraculous. We got to get back to atmospheres of miraculous. KCC, join me, not right now, but listen to me teach this. Join me in increasing the worship and praise. I love what I saw this morning. People were praising, man. It was so good. Sister Rogers was doing her briefing, but it just made me want to get up there and just lead us in even deeper and, and go further. Yeah, everything, everything to me. And when we started singing that, don't take it with a grain of salt. Once we started saying healer, because we wrestle, not against flesh and blood. Do you know your faith helped somebody lead church today? 100% healed. Somebody shout the victory because of that. But what is that? That is the atmosphere of the miraculous. We got to get back in the atmosphere. <laughs> Are you all getting that? Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Man, I'm ready to see some limbs growing back. Come on, say Come on. Time for somebody else to walk out of a wheelchair. Come on. Come on. Who's ready to see something you've never seen? Who's ready to be in a service where you see something happen by which you have never Never seen before. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But that's atmospheric. What happened when the church started getting debt free? Individuals started getting debt free. Couples started getting debt free. So many people got debt free. They did a whole magazine cover. Amen. And articles off of the people that was getting debt free. And more people are still yet getting debt free. Y'all, it's called the corporate anointing. Amen. I don't have time for the church of Frigidaire. I told you earlier, I don't apologize for my preaching. I don't have time for some mansy pansy preaching on Sunday. You might be able to laugh at some of my examples, but make no mistake, I am not a comedian. I, I, I didn't come to make you laugh every other point. Hallelujah. In fact, that's a form of expression to re-engage you in in, in the point. Are you with me? But no, his word is spirit and it is life. And I got to go somewhere where that word of God is coming strong. Are you listening to me? Anybody here ever needed to be preached out of your sins? You ever been in the wrong thing and the word came and told you you are a liar and you stopped lying as a result? That's the kind of preaching I like. Don't come telling me I'm going to be blessed when I ain't. Don't come telling me my receiving day is tomorrow uh, when, in fact, if I don't cut it out, hallelujah, I might not make it to tomorrow. Hallelujah. You shall know the truth and the truth set you free. Come on, take your seat. What's that? John 17, 17. Sanctify them with your truth. Your word is truth. Your word is what? And the truth this morning is you can have better than what you have right now. Don't let the saints be too cold. I see them wrapping up. Amen. You can have better than what you have right now. Turn the ear down, please. Better than what you have right now. I said better than what you have right now. I'm stuck right there. Better, better. God is a God of better. better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you shall not go out empty means. He's going to fill you up. Oh, hallelujah, With better than what you have right now. Come on, let's get ready to close this message out. Things you have not what, class? There are going to be some things in your life this year you're going to break out. Into things you have what? I prophesy that there will be three events minimally. In the life of somebody that will believe of some things that you've not seen before, at least three events in 2024, magnanimous, huge things that happen that you've never seen before, and we're gonna take a break right here. I want you to shout like that. true, cause it is. I created, I created things that you have never, at least three, Hallelujah. maybe more. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo. I'm saying, do you really believe that? I've never seen anything like this before. No, let me teach it this way. Come on, wait a minute. Now, Ruth not only got married, she married a multi-millionaire businessman. When God gets done, it's not just going to be like you thought it's going to be. It's going to be exceedingly abundantly above all. That you ever ask or think. No. No. Glory to God. Yeah. Come on, take your seat. Prepare to be amazed. Because I'ma see some things. Woo, <coughs> that I never seen before. And number four, and we close with this. That's enough, gotta let you go. Don't allow any skepticism to remain in your thought patterns. Refute doubt. Listen to this. By continuous action and the confession of the word. Don't I know that's thick. It's on the screen. Take a picture of it. Write it. This is important because this is going to set you up for things you've never seen before. Don't allow any skepticism to remain in your thought patterns. Old saying is you can't keep a bird from flying over your head, but you most certainly can keep it. From naked on nest. Come on, let's teach the people of God. You got to catch it, cast it down and consume it with the word of God. We got to get much better at thought life. This thought cannot stay. Refute doubt by what class? Continuous action and confession of the word, because 2 Corinthians five and seven. What do we walk by? What do we walk by? So there is no message in your head that is stronger than what God has said. I'll say it again. There's no message in your head that is stronger than what God has said. There is no evidence in the earth realm that is more potent than the word of God. Hallelujah. The world is held up even to this day by the word of his power, by the word of his power. Let there be light is still working right now. Hallelujah! And not one jot nor tittle of the word of God is going to pass away. So when something enters your head that says it's not so, you remind that something, which is a demon, an imp and a devil, that it is written that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. Word. Come on, somebody say, I'm a word liver. Say, I'm a word liver. By every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I believe his word. I'm sticking with his word. You're going to see things that you have never seen before. I mean, there are going to be things that are unexplainable by medical science. Hallelujah. Promotions that don't make no good God of mine. Is anybody in the room today? Y'all only got seven minutes. You better get with me if you're going to. Hallelujah. I've been preaching faith all day long. I'm saying somebody in here, your emotional status is going to be unleashed to another place. You're going to have so much hope in this next round. And that's when your faith is going to work because now faith is the substance of things because you got the trauma off. Now your hope came back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, married couples. You're going to have a marriage that you have. You gonna come home and say, Tom, is that you? Laura, <laughs> is that you? Man, I smell cornbread and ribs. <laughs> I'm smelling stuff I ain't
1: <laughs> never seen <you>
0: before. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, come on, somebody say amen. Oh, this is a true statement I'm about to make. Somebody's wayward husband is going to put a suit on this year and come to church and sit next to you, release your faith, and he's going to walk this out, get born again, and join this church because you're going to see something. I'm not just trying to motivate you. This is the word of God. I say I'm not just trying to motivate you. This is the word of God. And you ought to get your faith up to a place right now to where you understand eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into my heart, all of the things that God has prepared for me. Oh, come on, but I'm getting ready to receive those things that he has freely given because I'm going to see some things that I have never seen before. I'm out of time. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. No, it's time to get happy now. Come on, I feel like closing this out. I said it's time to get happy now. And how are you going to see some things you've never seen before? God's going to do it by Himself. The God in heaven will prosper you as you continue to walk by faith and not by sight. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we're going home. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, didn't David have it right? He said, I would have lost heart. Oh, I would have fainted. Oh, we got to go home because y'all want to see the Super Bowl. But I'm telling you, this is my Super Bowl right here. You can go and watch other people win, but I'm trying to get you to win in life. Hallelujah. I'm not studying Patrick Mahomes, can you? Can you understand where I'm coming from? David said I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord not when we all get to heaven. Take me down a little bit, Brian. Take me down, take me down, take me down, take me Take me down, take me down, give me give me my key. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give my microphone. I think I'm get out of here. And then y'all go to the Super Bowl when you get ready. If you want to get the pregame, you put that little finger up whatever it means. Hallelujah. But David had it right. He had it right. Hallelujah. When he said, "I would have lost heart, but I believe that I see" the goodness of the lord and where are you gonna see it class no y'all gonna help me preach this Shake somebody's my hand and tell them i'm gonna see it here i don't need a new car in heaven i need a car here we don't need cars in heaven i don't need to be healed in heaven i need to be healed Can we hoop this out a little bit? I need to be healed right now, 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 right now. 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 I'm not gonna wait till we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing it will be! I'm gonna rejoice. Somebody say I'm gonna rejoice now. Lift your hand and shout glory. And that's why, that's why, that's why you ought to wait on the Lord and be of good courage and the Bible declares that he will strengthen your heart. And that's what this series was all about. As we bring it to a close, there are some things you've experienced in your life, but you are yet to see all that God wants you to see. According to God's calendar, up until this point of your life, you have been deprived of all that I wanted you to to have. Uh, But I declare after this service, uh, you will not go out empty. Uh, I declare after this service, uh, you're going to see some things uh, that you are yet to see. Uh, I want you to think about something you hadn't seen quite yet. Uh, I want you to think about something you are not received quite yet. Uh, and I want you to begin to act like uh, tomorrow is the day uh, that you go to your graduation. Uh, I want you to start to act like uh, today is the day uh, that you get your manifestation. Uh, and once you believe that you receive uh, the goodness of the Lord uh, in the land of the living, uh, somebody shall rise. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. Somebody say, Right now, I'm gonna receive some things right now. And since I know it's on its way, I don't want to wait. Till the battle is over. Huh? But I'm determined I don't care what I look like. Huh? I don't care who's standing next to me. Huh? See, you're not battling the sickness I'm battling. Huh? So maybe you can be sediddy about your praise. Huh? But I'm not gonna wait till the battle is over. Huh? Because the next time I go to the doctor, huh? I'm getting a clean bill of health. Huh? You may already have your house, uh, so you sit there cool, calm, and collected, uh, but I'm still believing for my house, uh, so I'm not going to wait till the battle's over. I'm going to shout right now. uh, you may already have four children huh but i'm still believing god huh? to open up my womb huh? you already have your husband huh but i'm still believing god huh? for somebody to sit next to me in church huh? you already have your six-figure job huh? so i'm not gonna wait till the battle's over huh? i'm not gonna worry about who's next to me huh? i'm not gonna worry about who doesn't want me to leap up and down, huh? I'm not going to worry about who does not want me to run around the church. I'm going to act like God is about to do something that I have never 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 something I've never 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 clap your neighbor high five and tell them to get ready get ready for something that you've never seen before you've seen some wonderful things but you hadn't been blessed like this before you've seen some amazing things but you had been blessed like this before you've had some money but you hadn't had money like this before i'm getting ready to see some things that I've never, 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 seen before. Throw your head back and say yeah. Say yeah. Lift your hand and say yeah. Because I'm getting ready to see something that I've never seen before. We're getting ready to get out of the service, but I want to release a competition. What if God said that I'm going to bless the biggest praiser with the next big thing? Let me see you out-shout your neighbor. Let me see you out-praise your neighbor. Let me see you out glorify God, then what your neighbor's doing? Because I'm about to see something I never I've never seen before Hallelujah Hallelujah Say it We're getting out of the service But it's time to praise Him It's time to glorify Him Get it on your mind What the Lord is up to If you need healing in your body It's already done If you need money in your pocketbook It's already done Whatever you need from the Lord If you've been walking up right before him, no good thing will he withhold from them. Lift your hand and say, God, don't withhold it. Somebody say, God, don't withhold it. Because I believe I'm about to see something I never, never, never. I'm done, y'all. I'm just having a little fun now. But you ought to say, never, 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 never. Man, I've never seen anything like this. Uh, Shake your hand at the devil. You won't stop this. You can't stop this. I'm going to see something that I never, that I never, that I never. What about on this side? Somebody say say that I never, say that I never, say that I never. I never seen before, now unleash your praise, and give them a great hallelujah, glory, 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 I got the biggest trucking contract, what about the biggest busing contract, I'm about to get something that I never, 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 I'm done. Whee! Whee! Hallelujah. Now I've never made six figures before. Get ready. Oh, I make six figures. What about seven? Oh, hallelujah. I said, oh, hallelujah. This time, I'm not just getting a job. I'm getting one that I enjoy. Because I'm going to see something that I never throw your head back and say never. Brian, let's write a song. Somebody say never say never I've never seen this before lift your hand and shout glory hallelujah my life is not over. keep living you may have started off short but keep living you might be the first one in your family but keep living cause not only are you gonna see something you've never seen before they are too Oh, hallelujah. They're going to walk in a house that they've never seen. I've never seen somebody live like, my God. Oh, God, I've never been in a house like this. They're going to see something (laughs) that I've never, (laughs) never seen before. Hallelujah. Man, isn't that rich? Isn't that the way we ought to think? And man, I don't apologize for rejoicing at the end. We got the word. First things first, the word. But you know what? Everything ain't just sitting and listening. Sometimes you need to react. That man broke through the ceiling. That was a reaction to what he believed that Jesus could do. I'm going to see something that I never.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, hallelujah. Spirit of the Lord is here. I want you to just lift your hand and worship Him now. We're going home. Spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. I've never seen it like that before. I've never seen it like that. You you hang at KCC, you're going to see a church move like you. There's an explosion that's getting ready to happen in this church. Because God found someone that he can trust and he's gonna manifest his goodness he needs some poster boards in the earth realm. Right yes he does you ought to become God's representative hallelujah there are other great outstanding pastors out there don't hear what I just said the wrong way but I'm telling you I aim to be one of God's best that's my goal hallelujah I want to be scandal-free all my ministry I want to live right. I want to do right. I want to serve people right. I want to be a kind of preacher that can teach the word and rejoice too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to save a million babies in my lifetime. You hear me? That's what I want to do. And I don't care if they put me in some African-American museum. That don't matter to me. I want to do all of it for the glory of God. Oh, that's amazing what you did to God. You want to do stuff you've never seen before. And we put it on a micro level today because I wanted you to be able to rejoice because it's true. You're going to get your job. I want you to get married. All of that stuff, man, you get in faith that it'll happen. But I tell you what, don't leave this part out. If you seek ye first kingdom of God. And what? His righteousness. All these, y'all, they come in anyway. I'm not boasting this. I'm not broke. I'm not sick. I'm telling you, I never chase money in my ministry. Never did, never will. Never chase fame or esteem. Never did, never will. But I promise you, down through the years, and it's getting better and better now. Look around you yeah it's getting stronger and stronger y'all in a minute we're gonna be asking men to stand up listen to me but I'm telling you I have never made my own agenda the main thing but when you get like that with God we going back to if God can find a man real soon I'm telling you he will put you on his benefits And some of you need to know one of the reasons why you're already healed, amen, is number one, you're going to stay in faith. But number two, God wants you in the earth. He don't want you to leave. Not like that. Is this true? Yeah. So all you got to do is seek you first and you say, you start praying like this. Lord, I know I'm already healed by his stripes because you, you want me here. And this sickness is not of God. Amen. And I decree that it's gone. devil can't stop my assignment. Because that's what he's after. When he removes a person from the earth realm, he removes an assignment. And God has to raise somebody up to fill in that void no, you need to finish your assignment so it's bigger than your new car. It's bigger than you having a a, a boyfriend. I promise you, you'll get a husband if you become the missionary God called you to be. You know where you're going to meet your husband? On the mission field. He's going to be packaging rice and you're going to be packaging wheat. And you're going to look up and say, oh. (laughs) keep scooping rice, but and you know, Lord, I just love you. Oh, yeah. That's how it happens. When Sister Rogers had a crush on me, I, I remember going to visit her church. I did, girls, I did. And I'd be sitting on this side of the church, and she was way over there. And I'd just be looking for it. And you know how you could tell somebody staring at you? I, you can feel it when it, it, a stare is their spirit. And I just kept feeling it, man. And I looked over there, and, she... <laughs> and then one Sunday she was staring again. And I locked eyes with her. He caught me. Yeah, as the young people would say, she had a mad crush on me. <laughs> Y'all know that went in the other direction. Hey, Amen. I was the one with the crush. She kept ignoring me, but I did catch her looking at me a time or two. Now, y'all, y'all be looking, girls. Y'all ain't fooling me. I see it in here sometimes. New guys come to church and, and ladies come to I love God. Hallelujah. I love God. He's an amazing father. What a mighty God we serve. Glory to God. Jesus is on the main line. Tell him, tell him, tell him what you want. <laughs> you know, I don't miss nothing. Oh, I'm a pastor. And I say, well, that's all right. Let them, let them shout next to each other. That's all right. <laughs> amen. amen, yeah. But it's gonna come as you get in your uh, assignment. All that stuff I was just hooping about, y'all. I'm telling you, and I might teach more on this, I think I'm done with it, wanted to close it out. You're getting ready to run over time, and I don't want to. But all the stuff I was just shouting about in my life, it came because I went after God. Not after it, I went after God, and then that stuff came after me, and a blessing will come upon you.
1: Is that Deuteronomy
0: 28? If you're going to get about the mission of God, clap your hands. We're going home. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, come on down.